Sponsored by Just Eat. Woo! Tap into Ireland's leading food ordering app. Just Eat. Find your flavour. on 2FM with Transport for Ireland. Plan your journey door to door with our free TFI Journey Planner app. We're live from Beat Street, New York City, 22nd and Broadway for the big picture of this extravaganza tomorrow. Right now, though, man sitting in front of me, um, he went from training to be a financial accountant in Cork to becoming one of the biggest nightclub promoters in Manhattan. Hello, Patrick Green. Hey, what's going on? How are you? Uh, very good, very good. Thanks for swinging down. Appreciate it. Now, Patrick was a pains to point out that he's got a little bit of a sore throat and it's a stickler, so if he does cough like he did right there, <laughs> that uh, all is forgiven. Listen, um, pleasure. First things first, you were studying financial accounting in Cork. You're a Sligo man. What what went in your head ping one day? We said, actually, I hate this. I'm going to leave and go to New York. Um, yeah, I was just kind of doing the first year of my um, after college that trained to be an accountant, and I just wasn't really doing that well in it. And uh, I just decided to go and do go back to school and do a master's okay. in e-commerce. So um, it would, then, so I went up to DCU and did that master's there. And then just I wanted to make use of the grad visa. Yeah. Because uh, I was just if I if I didn't go if I didn't make the most of it I'd regret it. So. Oh, and the grad visa is like a, a one year visa where you can go and work. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it, okay. yeah. So once you uh, graduate from college in Ireland, you get a one year visa to come over to the US and work in your area of study. Okay, great. So you nipped over, and what were you doing when you landed? And how many years ago was this, by the way? Uh, five, five and a half years. Okay, okay. So what do you know? Twenty. Twenty nine. Okay. Wearing it well. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> right, so you so you land with the grad visa, and had do you have to have a job arranged in advance, or are you literally landing in New York going, "Hello, I better hand out some CVs now." Yeah, that's pretty much it. Was uh, you didn't need a job in advance. You you could just once you got here, you're it was up to you to make the most of it. So I was uh, maybe the first three or four months, kind of working in a bar and sending in resumes, and it wasn't really getting any bites. So I decided to do a video resume. Okay, and uh, that got me a lot more. Uh, traction with some more with advertising agencies out there and um, so I was kind of doing I started pr- off promoting and then I got the job uh, in the ad agency and so and, now uh, sorry just to clarify when you say a video resume do you mean you just filmed yourself like talking yourself talking through your own CV yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah in, a, in a funny tongue-in-cheek type of way you know? all right so uh, there was a lot of animation luckily I had a, f- a friend who was very good at the video tricks so he was able to put some fun animation into it and um, it's like on YouTube like meet Patrick Green or something like that meet Patrick Green yeah okay yeah people go have a gander if you're curious all right so that gets you noticed and then what what was your what was your break into the into this world that you're now in yeah so I was I was sick of kind of going to the same places when I was after coming over here so I just googled one night uh, best nightclubs New York City and uh, I went down to a nightclub thinking I was on the guest list and wasn't really didn't really didn't work really didn't work <laughs> out like not, that as a transport. So um, I developed a relationship with one of the guys that night, and one I of was, the guys who didn't let you in. Uh, one of the guys that just gave me advice on why I didn't get in. You know. Oh, and what was the advice? Um, just if you want to come in for if you want to get in for free and without paying a heavy fine, you generally kind of dress better and uh, have three or four uh, girls with you that would. That would definitely make it easier for you to get into it, you know. That's because that is a big thing over here, isn't it? Like that, they they don't look so favorably on boys. Like I've gone to a few 
nightclubs here over the years, and they, they, they don't really want boys in that much. Or if they do, exactly that, you got to pay much more. Like, free entry for girls, $100, $100 for guys, kind of madness. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that's it, yeah. Is that how you make your money, though, yeah? Uh, well, like, <laughs> now, these days, it's, uh, it's it probably isn't even as bad as it is it isn't as bad now as it was back then. Okay, okay. Uh, like that was in the height of all the Kardashians going to that club, you know. So that, that club had to kind of oh, the particular stick to club their, you went to yeah, that night. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so it had a, it had a reputation to uphold in that, you know. Yeah, okay. So you you made a relationship with this guy. You met him. He's giving you all this advice, and then how does that turn into a business partnership? Yeah. So then I I was a bartender at the time. So I what I. Anyone I would meet, I would just let them know if you wanted to go somewhere more night like nightclub oriented, you could uh, just call this guy and he'll put you on the guest list and stuff like that. So um, then he used to start. Uh, he would like pay me in return for it, and uh, then the bar didn't really like the idea. And this is Christmas week at the time, so they ended up letting me go. And uh, back then, you're living paycheck to paycheck over on the grad visa, so I had no other choice just to kind of go to the corner of the meat packing and just try and get people into the nightclub. So you got fired on the week before Christmas. Pretty much, now, pretty much, yeah. Oh, from your paycheck to paycheck shop. Yeah, yeah. And was that a? Did you have to put in a call to the folks back home, or did you have enough save to get your buyer? What, what was that little time like? Uh, no, I remember. I I was I was kind of just uh, hiding it, probably. You know, I remember talking on my phone, the phone to uh, to my brother, but I didn't really mention it at the time. I think I mentioned I just got fired from the bar. But uh, so then that night, it was like a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So you would just kind of go to the corner of the meat pack and try and hey, you invite people into the nightclub on your guest list, and uh, that was kind of a Thursday, Friday, Saturday for a few few months, and uh, just kind of then after after a while, I would have twenty five to thirty people coming out with me consistently, and to kind of just knew you as the Irish guy. And so you say know. say you've twenty five or thirty people going into a nightclub. How much is the nightclub paying you per head or for that gang of thirty? Uh, they generally like pay you a flat rate, so you agree with them in advance that you're going to bring. Uh, 20 people or 30 people and then they just you agree your fee your, it's like an appearance fee just like turning up for work really you know. and would that be enough to keep you going for a week like that one uh, night of- back then it was more like they paid you per head which was like $10 per person so okay so you get 300 yeah. quid for your night's yeah, work yeah yeah, yeah. but that, now now the way we're on a much larger scale these days thankfully um, where we have like 18 to 20 parties a week and uh, yeah, you're running eighteen to twenty parties a week. Yeah, we're hired by like we're hired. We're a PR and events company. Um, that's venues hire us to run their events and promote their parties for them. So, for example, on a Monday to Friday, we would have a nightclub party every night, and then on a Saturday, we'd have a brunch party, an evening party, and a nightclub party. So you're dealing with like New York high society. Is this people who've got money to spend and they ain't afraid to spend it kind of people? Uh, you're dealing with everyone, yeah. So it's a, we have a lot of, just say for example, there's three of us, three other Irish guys that work with, work with me right now, um, all from different backgrounds. And we bring out around 500 to 600 people every week. And like a lot of them are South Americans, a lot of Americans, and then there's some Irish as well, but not as not as many as you'd think. Yeah, you know? okay. What's the we no name and names? What's the most amount of money you've seen someone drop on a big night? Um, well, yeah, well, I mean the 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 biggest party that I was involved in was when uh, Paris Hilton had her birthday party maybe three years ago, um, and it was like the actual bill at the end of the night was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's such a different world, like you know. But um, is it enjoy like is it enjoyable or 
or is it is it high pressure? Like when you're dealing with those kind of people, spending that kind of money, because let's like no night in a nightclub is inverted commas worth two hundred and fifty grand. But if they want to spend it, let them spend it and let people get rich in the process. Brilliant. But do you like? Is there pressure? Are they kind of saying to you? Are they giving like throwing outlandish demands your way? Uh, no, surprisingly not. You're just. Uh they just want to be left alone once they're inside, you know. Okay. And that's once you leave the give them their privacy, they're happy. They, they, that's generally what they want. There's no outrageous demands, green room divan, demands that you hear that uh, that are made in the, by all the st- celebrities. Like it's literally, they just want to be. If they're going into a nightclub, they just want to be kind of going into let their hair down and stuff, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. Are you, is this home now? Do you see yourself here for the long haul, or is this kind of a flash in the pan? You want to get in, make a load of money, and then. Get home and get a nice big house somewhere. Uh, no, at the moment it's it's we're it like I said it's going pretty it's going very well and we're I was just down in Miami there yesterday and we're just talking about going down there for a spin as well and it's casual. Yeah, it's just like uh, right now we're the three there's three other three other Irish guys involved with me and we're all very motivated to try and bring it to another level. You know, um, like we see the Irish. Um, events companies kind of doing well everywhere we i was just trying to work with bingo loco here and um do a big st pat they're, they're traveling all over uh australia australia to australia dubai and now they're in the usa so we're trying to like work together and kind of really put this uh just irish pure companies uh, on okay. the map you know now we're, we we have to take a little song now i asked you did you want to pick a song and i'm delighted with your answer by the way um, you have picked Macklemore, and you're mentioning that you. It's this is all. Am I allowed to say this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're working on a St. Patrick's Day party, and you're looking at potentially booking Macklemore as one of the artists. This is the level you're rolling at now. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's where each each our our job for these venues is to make money for them. So we present ideas where they can make money. So for example, when. Uh, Conor McGregor was doing his UFC 205 uh, in Madison Square Garden. I presented an idea to the nightclub at the time to to throw the after party, you know, and it ended up being a great like they they up to then they always just saw Irish people at St Patrick's Day and a pint of Guinness and a packet of chip crisps, you know. But now that they really realised after that night in the nightclub that it was Irish people really in New York have a have a lot of money that aren't these middle class citizens that you think they are, you know? Yeah, okay, that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, well, listen, uh, if if people if people are, you know, coming over on holidays, if there's a venue you could recommend, maybe that you look after, you throw some parties, where would you recommend they go? Uh, yeah, well, geez, I just opened a bar in Seoul, so I would have to recommend that they go down there. Yeah, shout it out, what's it called? Uh, it's called 519. 519 yeah. in Soho. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then if they don't if after that then we can bring them to some kind of rooftop party in PhD downtown or something like that. There you go. If anyone's listening and you're swinging over to New York ever 519 in Soho, ask for Patrick, tell him Owen sent you <laughs> and you'll have a whale of a time. Right, let's do Macklemore. We'll do downtown and then Patrick's going to take the Paddy's under pressure quiz. 6 is the score to beat and he's the final one to have a go. So we're back after this. Two. 